0: Purdue Global, produce online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200k for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically, for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's PACASO.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste
1: Over the past year, we've all seen news reports about alarming acts of social injustice and racial discrimination. What do we do when injustice happens in our everyday lives? We may be asking ourselves, what should I do if I witness abuse or discrimination? How can I stand up to unacceptable behavior? Today, we're going to hear from an expert on how to stand up for others in those situations. Dr. Katherine Sanderson is a professor of psychology at Amherst College. And she's on the editorial board of the Journal of Research in Psychology. Dr. Sanderson is also the author of Why We Act, Turning Bystanders into Moral Rebels, and The Bystander Effect, The Psychology of Courage and Inaction. Here's what Dr. Sanderson had to say. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for the invitation to talk. First off, with so much injustice in the world, especially in this current moment with the rise of abuse toward Asian Americans, how does staying silent perpetuate injustice?
2: So many of us have been in a situation in which we've heard or seen something problematic and we've chosen for a variety of different reasons to stay silent. And the problem is when people stay silent in the face of any kind of bad behavior, it allows that behavior to continue because the person who has said or done something doesn't get any information back saying people around you don't agree or support that. So silence, in a sense, actually
1: conveys support. It seems that people often want to stand up for others, but something holds them back. What exactly do you think that is?
2: So what the research tells us is there are basically three different things. One, we're not exactly sure what we're hearing or seeing. That, that problematic things often are ambiguous. We don't know if that person is unconscious or just a little bit drunk. We don't know if that person is making a harmless joke or is that actually like a racist or sexist or homophobic slur. And so in some cases, we don't really understand what's happening. In other cases, we totally know what's happening and we recognize that it's bad. But if we're in a group setting, we often choose not to speak up because we can say, well, it's not really my responsibility. Somebody else will do so. The psychologists describe that as social loafing. But the third factor, and I think this is frankly the most common for many people, is fear of consequences. People want to stand up and they want to do the right thing, but what they're worried about is what will happen to them. This could be, in some cases, fear about your personal safety, but it could also be fear of the professional consequences. If I call out or report some kind of bad behavior and I'm a whistleblower, maybe I'm going to lose that promotion. You might also worry about the social consequences. If I call out a friend or family member for something offensive they've done or said, maybe that person won't like me.
1: And if uncertainty is the reason someone's holding back, say, if you're not sure what's going on, what's some advice for what we can do in those situations?
2: So one of the most important tips is actually being aware that uncertainty drives many people's behavior. There's a common finding in psychology that in many cases, people understand that something problematic is happening. But when they look around to everybody else, no one else appears to be acting. And that leads them to believe, oh, I guess it's just me. I guess I'm the only one who's having that problem. The psychologists describe this effect as pluralistic ignorance. You can look at other people's behavior and assume it's driven by something entirely different from your own. So frankly, One of the key findings is that simply understanding that other people might be trying to play it cool or trying to act like they don't care may not reflect what they're actually thinking or feeling. And simply having that awareness that other people may not be expressing the same concern that you're feeling can often give people confidence about stepping up and trying to see if they should, in fact, intervene in some way.
1: And if the problem is that you don't know what to say, is there some specific wording you think could be effective?
2: Absolutely. So many of us are trained in CPR and we're trained in CPR because people want to have the skills that they will need to put into good use if they are ever in a situation in which somebody is in fact having a cardiovascular problem. And when you get CPR trained, you have to actually renew that training every year or two so that you will stay current. Similarly, Having some specific wording that you can play out ahead of time can be very helpful. Many people have had a moment in which something happens and they don't know what to do or say. And like 24 hours later, they're in the shower and they say, oh, you know, that's what I should have said. And the perfect response comes to you. But of course, by that point, two days later in the shower, it's too late. So my advice is to think ahead about some wording that you can use to call out a problematic comment or behavior in a way that feels comfortable to you. That could be just interrupting the moment. So you could say, um, I don't really know what you mean by that. Can you say more to sort of indicate that you're not really going along with what they did or said? It could be assuming that the person is making a joke ha ha ha, you know, I know that you're just joking when you say that women are too emotional to be president, but really you shouldn't say that because some people might not recognize your sarcasm. It could also be specific wording that helps them understand you're on their side. You could say something like, you know, I used to actually use that expression or make that joke too. And then I learned. So you in fact are not telling them that they are stupid or racist or misogynistic, you're saying you understand that they didn't intend to say something harmful, but in fact, they did. You can also try to create a feeling of empathy. So saying, you know, that might, you know, not seem like such a big deal to you, but that comment or that expression or that joke really hits close to home for me because, and then share some personal experience that you or a friend or family member has had. So the key thing here is there's not a magic set of specific wording that I can give you, except to say, think about an expression, a comment, a phrase that feels comfortable to you, practice it ahead of time, and then make sure to speak up in the moment.
1: Such important advice. Speaking up is a critical tool in the fight against injustice. So here's something good for today. When we see unjust or unfair behavior, we don't have to sit by silently. We can and we should stand up and speak up for others. And Dr. Sanderson says that uncertainty doesn't have to hold us back. We can make a difference simply by asking questions and getting clarification about what's happening. It can help to plan out in advance how you might respond to one of those situations, says Dr. Sanderson. Practice your responses until you feel comfortable with them. And as Dr. Sanderson says, it's often helpful to put your comments into a question form. Try phrases like, I don't understand what exactly you mean by that. Or did you mean that as a joke? Because that hits close to home. And also always remember, as Dr. Sanderson says, approaching people with empathy is an effective tool. Thank you for listening. And please share today's something good with others in your life. This is Kim Azzarelli, co-author of Fast Forward and co-founder of Seneca Women. To learn more about Seneca Women, go to SenecaWomen.com or download the Seneca Women app free in the App Store. Here's Something Good is a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Have a great day. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,